operating under the crooked American radio system too long. Bucking Idiots Podcast. Pronounced Bucking Idiots Podcast. Adjective meaning putting out that buccaneer knowledge while entertaining the masses. Being fool asses yet remaining fly at the same time. Now look at yourself. Are you down for this Bucking Idiots Podcast? I know I am. Matter of fact, fuck doing anything else. This is G-Funk saying right on to the real and deaf to the fakers. Peace out. Welcome back to the Bucking Idiots Podcast, where today I do a quick review of the Buck Steelers game. We talk about that Pewter Report Warren Sapp interview. I announced the War Dunn Jersey giveaway winner and a Finns game preview, plus your phone calls. So sit back and check it out. Welcome to the Bucking Idiots Podcast, motherfuckers! Yeah, it's your national underground thunderbounds when I stop the ground. Like a million elephants, a silverback orangutan, you can't stop a train. Who wants up? Don't come unprepared. I'll be there, but when I leave there, better be a household name. Brother man telling us it ain't gonna rain. So now we sitting in a drop top soaking wet. In a silk suit trying not to sweat. Hit some assaults without the net. But this be the year that we won't forget. One nine, nine, nine. Fucking idiot! What's good, baby? Stank bastard! King idiot! Back in the building once again for a fresh new episode of the Bucking Idiots Podcast. And it feels so good, doesn't it? Holy shit. The season's officially started. We had a preseason game. Today is game day number two. Dolphins, Bucks. It's all good. It's all positive. We're not dealing with no bullshit here in Tampa. Coming off that Steelers game, it's all positivity. You have to like what we saw out of the first team defense and first team offense. I mean, the offense got the ball, drove right down the field, 13 play drive or something like that. They look surgical. Other than one deep pass miss between Bashad Perryman and Jameis, I really have no complaints. We ran the ball. Rojo looked good. Barber looked good. Ellington caught a couple passes. Scripted. Beautiful, perfect, just like you want to see it every single week, every single drive. And that's what they're working towards. Efficiency, execution, and points. There wasn't any drive-killing penalties. We didn't shoot ourselves in the foot. And coming off all that off-season speculation, all the anxiety, that first drive exceeded my expectations. We got the points, secured the bag, Took some time off the clock. Perfection, man. Perfection. It was all pretty vanilla. And yes, we were going up against the Steelers B team. They had a couple starters sprinkled in. No game planning. And I get it. Preseason game. Can't get too high. Can't get too excited. Nah, fuck all that. I'm excited. I was very excited to see that. 
because the wheels could have fallen off. We could have been talking all week about how shitty Jameis looked, how terrible the offensive line blocked, but no, they look good. Kappa looked good. Alex motherfucking Kappa looked good. There were holes for the running backs to run through. And speaking of running backs, that group looked pretty damn good. I mean, Rojo was running with some mojo. Peyton Barber looks like he's in midseason form. Dare Obungwale. Well, actually, he didn't run with that first unit, but he looked good later on in the game. And even Bruce Ellington caught some passes out of the backfield. Looked smooth. You can't complain, man. Holes to run through. No real negative plays. Jameis was sharp, efficient in the passing game. So all in all, first team offense, job well done. Okay, job well done. First team defense, also impressed. I thought the combination of Nassib and Noah Spence on the ends looked formidable. They got pressure. Sue got a couple reps out there, looked good. Secondary was flying around ball hawking. Was very impressed with Dayon Buchanan playing in relief for the injured Levante David. Vernon Hargraves got his hands on the ball. Should have been an interception if not for Noah Spence's illegal hands to the face. But after that, it kind of looked like preseason football. Our lack of depth on the defense and offensive lines got exposed with the second and third team units. Other than Rakim Nunes Roches and Jeremiah Ledbetter, we're really, really thin on the interior defensive line. I mean, scary thin. I assume we're going to keep at least six tackles. And right now, that group consists of Ndamukong Sue, Vita Vea, who's hurt, Bo Allen, William Golston, Nacho, and Ledbetter. That's probably the group we're going into the season with. However... Ledbetter's out probably for the remainder of the preseason. Vita's out for sure for the remainder of the preseason. And if either of those guys stay injured into the regular season, we're looking at Stevie T and the rookie Terry Breckner Jr. moving into the starting rotation. And that's not very exciting. Secondary-wise, it was a little bit of a mixed bag. I like what I saw from VH3. I like what I saw from Whitehead. Ryan Smith and Mazzy Wilkins flashed a little bit. And MJ Stewart and Sean Murphy Bunting both struggled. But I kind of anticipated that. It's a very green secondary, new system. And you're going to have some growing pains with a young secondary. We're going to have to live with that. They're going to give up the booty every once in a while. That's just part of the deal. As I mentioned earlier, I thought Dayon looked good filling in for Levante. Devin White was in on a couple tackles, had a pressure, but didn't have very many snaps. I thought the young guys on defense fought hard, kept us in the game, and you hope to see some growth here against Miami tonight. My biggest concern coming out of the game was our backup offensive tackles and guards. It was a fucking train wreck. Cole Boozer, Earl Watford, Josh Larebus, Nate Truen, Evan Dietrich Smith, who got shit canned after the game, and that group of backup tackles, Brock Rubel, William Polis, man, you got a feel for Ryan Griffin. 
running around like a chicken without a head back there. That group of shit bags gave him no help. We didn't even attempt to really run the ball in the second half. It was ugly. Really fucking ugly. We are one injury away disaster on the offensive line. And we got three weeks to develop somebody who could be starting at some point for us this season. I mean, y'all need to get on your knees tonight and pray to the NFL guys that one of these teams out there who's deep at the offensive tackle position happens to drop one or Jason Light pulls off of some kind of trade or something because I, I don't see this group giving us the depth that we're going to need throughout the season unless we miraculously stay healthy like we did last year. But you can't count on that any fucking way. What do I expect to see tonight? I expect to see more of the same out of our first offensive team. We had joint practices with the Dolphins all week. And from all accounts, they really couldn't stop us on offense. OJ Howard, Cameron Bray, Mike Evans. We pretty much could do whatever the fuck we wanted against Miami. I think we should shit all over this team. We're a better team than they are. Their quarterbacks suck. They have a few talented guys on defense. They have some pretty decent running backs, but outside of that, it should be all bucks. That's what I'm expecting tonight. All bucks. I want to see more of Devin White. I want to see I hope he stays on the field quite a bit longer than he did against the Steelers. Clearly, you want these guys to stay healthy. You don't want any injuries. Um, and you hope a couple of these real young guys, these second and third teamers, step up. Like, we had a couple guys step up in the Pittsburgh game. The tight end, Tanner Hudson, the wide receiver, Spencer Schnell. Um, you want to see that. You got to see that. You got to have a couple of these guys that you're not counting on stand up and make some plays and find their way off onto this roster. That's how you build some depth. I think there's a real battle for that backup wide receiver position. That sixth spot is up for grabs. Right now, I'd say Spencer Schnell has probably worked his way into that sixth slot. But a guy like Cortrell Simpson, um, Anthony Johnson, and of course, Bobo Wilson aren't going out without a fight. Plus, we just signed a dude, Emmanuel Hall. The Bears just cut another UFA guy with some speed, some size. So maybe he'll get some reps in there and surprise us. I think Demarcus Lodge got hurt again. From what I understand, he was out of practice on Wednesday. Um, a guy that has all the skills to be a player in this league, but can't stay, can't seem to stay healthy for us in the preseason. So that will limit his opportunity to make this roster because like I said, a guy like Spencer Snell, which nobody was talking about, is out there fighting for it, man. You got to go out and make plays when you have the opportunity. You got to stay healthy. Can't make the club in the tub. Bruce Arians was already kind of harsh on Scotty Miller, said he needed to get his ass back out there. I think Scotty makes the team, even if he you know, happens to nurse this injury for the next couple of preseason games. I think he showed enough in OTAs. And in the first couple of weeks of, of training camp to solidify um, his position on this team. This game's also a chance for the young corners, Sean Murphy Bunting and Jamel Dean to show out. Both have looked good in practice. Like I alluded to earlier, Sean Murphy Bunting looked lost out there, did not have a good game against the Steelers. 
he needs a bounce back performance uh, for his confidence. And we're all hoping for that. And before you get too down on a guy like that, you know, Ronnie Barber was announced that he's going into the Bucks Ring of Honor this week. And one of the stories I've heard before, but was told again, and it's kind of a reminder to everybody, is that Ronde did not start but one game his rookie season. Third round pick, started one game, and I think he got a and I think he got some additional playing time in the playoff game that season. But uh you gotta show patience with some of these guys. I mean, we hope that a guy like Sean Murphy Bunting can step up and you know, fill a starting role for us this year, but it's not guaranteed. Some players take longer than others to mature. The problem is we need a guy like that to step up. We don't have a whole lot of depth back there. He's going to get his opportunity to grow. He doesn't have the benefit of playing behind starters like Brian Kelly. He's going to be forced to learn on the field. So let's go, Sean. Step up, young buck. Let's see what you're made of. We've seen the flashes in practice. Go out there and do it on the field, baby. No difference. It's just football. Now, on to a little bit of juice. And listen, I promised I wasn't going to get wrapped back up into the Gerald McCoy saga. And I really don't want to spend too much time on this episode talking about Gerald McCoy. But as most of you guys have heard, Warren Sapp did an interview with the Pewter Report guys on their podcast and gave McCoy shit for insinuating that he belonged in the same breath as Warren and Lynch and Barber and Allstott. Said that McCoy had no chips in the game, no defensive players of the year, no playoff games. Yeah, he trashed the dude. And Scott asked him what he thought about Sue getting McCoy's number. And Sapp said, that nice guys finished last essentially and that's why sue is wearing his number again go back and listen to the interview it was sap being sap sap's not for everybody i love sap on the field didn't like him off the field i don't actually know anybody who likes warren sap off the field but greatest buck of all time in my opinion i personally think his criticism was fair and i'll leave it at that what do you say bucks fans actually i already know i know it's split you got your Gerald McCoy lovers. You got your Gerald McCoy haters. Nobody's going to convince one or the other of their point. So we're just going to take that horse, dig another hole a little bit deeper this time, and bury it. And hopefully that horse doesn't crawl back out again. And we have to continue to talk about it. Oh, here we go again, Stank, with your horse analogies that are just so hilarious. Your horse analogies. Hey, shut the fuck up, Betty. Again, always speaking. Nobody was speaking to you. Well, Stank, it's my job when you're rambling like a fucking idiot. Oh, you mean fucking idiot? <laughs> oh, hell no, Betty. <laughs> you like that, Stank? I know I didn't just get booed. A boo track on my own show, Betty. I know I just didn't hear that, Betty. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. Uh, I just had to have that old lady forcibly removed from the building. I would not tolerate such blasphemy and slander on my own show. 
And uh, this will be a good time to uh, move on to the phone calls. I don't really know how to work this soundboard, but I'll figure it out. Okay? Because this is my show. I don't need no old fingers and old buttons being pushed. I'll figure this shit out. The show must go on, as they say in Hollywood. So here we go. First Bucks take. This would be a good time to talk about uh, drug awareness and say no to crack and um, crystal meth and spice and all that stuff you can find out on your local street corner. Uh, because whoever that was obviously has been partaking in the wrong kind of drugs. And uh, yeah, the wheels have officially started to fall off this podcast. But I'm going to pick it back up again, okay? Because I know we got some other callers. Who's next? Thank what up? It's Tommy. Sorry about that last call, man. The VA called me and I had to, I had to get off the phone with you. So, But anyway... So tomorrow we play the uh, the Dolphins, and I'm excited. I'm really excited because last week when we played the Steelers, I was up in Wisconsin, surrounded by Packers fans. It was ridiculous. It was cheese everywhere. But anyways, uh, I didn't get to watch the game because I was there for a wedding. Um, but uh, so tomorrow I'm, I'm I'm really excited. I'll be able to watch the game. Uh, I'm really gonna. Try to focus on Sean Murphy bunting because he didn't play that well. Um, I mean, we all know. I didn't obviously. I didn't get to watch the game, but from what I heard in the clips, I got to watch, and I got to rewatch the game. It did, he didn't play that well. Uh, I mean, he didn't play that bad, but it just he looked. You could tell he was lost um, in his first. He was lost in the bright lights. It could have just been that. Um, let's hope it's that. You know, I hope I, I don't want to jump to conclusions, but I was watching that Meet the Rookie series that the Bucks do on YouTube and on their website, and some of the things he was saying, bro, he reminds me of Kenny Bell, and I hope I'm just jumping to conclusions. I know I bring that up a lot, but I just I swear I see it, man. Um, you know, I don't want to bring that up, but yeah. Anyways, uh, I hope he balls out. I hope he's, I hope, you know, I hope he wasn't, I hope he was just lost in the sauce for the, his first game because, you know, the bright lights and he gets his mind right, you know. Hopefully, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that's what the case was and these coaches are going to be able to get him his mind right, you know. But anyways, I'm excited for the fantasy draft, man. Are, are you going to do it, uh, like an actual fantasy draft at a, like a live event? Um, an actual event or anything? Uh, or are we just doing this all through like ESPN fantasy draft? Uh, hit me up or, you know, I'm, I, you said you're going to release information, so I'll just be looking for that. So yeah, but I'm excited about that too, man. All right, fucking idiots. Peace. Tommy, what's good, bro? Yes. Okay. Sean Murphy bunting. I spoke about it a little bit earlier on the podcast. I'm definitely not going to hit the panic button on this guy yet, man. Got to give him some time to get acclimated to the NFL, to the system. He had some deer in the headlights last week. It's excusable. 
um we want to prepare this kid for the regular season and uh so yeah no panic mode on that uh you brought up the fantasy draft and i'm glad you did i will be releasing the information on the bucks uh bucking idiots and loose cannons fantasy league uh, i'll be sending out invites this weekend uh through twitter and throughout the next couple weeks until the fantasy draft i'll be giving all the details out on the on the draft date everything goes through yahoo fantasy football league so it'll be an online draft and depending on how many guys sign up we may have uh, two leagues we'll see how uh how um how much interest we have in the league so i will be sending that out i'll also make an announcement on the next book bucks podcast when i have more details in regards to when the draft is and how many positions or spots are available thank you for the call tommy on to the next one so brother it's brother lou man look man i i really enjoy watching the game man I, I i came away with the positive feeling man for a fucking change man I, I i have a little bit of hope bro you know what i'm saying for the season you know something different from you know years past yes i i, I know you know we we fucking blew out new orleans and shit well we didn't blow them out we let those fuckers come back but but it, it, it was a fucking good game, man. I was all positive back then and shit, man. But I have a different feeling about this team, man. I think um, I think we're going to surprise a lot of people, bro. And uh, it, it's it's going to be good, man. It's good. I You know, I ain't saying fucking Super Bowl, bro. But I think we're going we're gonna to have a good fucking season, man. I like what I saw from the fucking starters, man. The offensive line looked good. Kappa. Kappa was surprising, man. I mean, you know, he was all world, bro, but he was holding his own, man. Um, I think it's, that's that's good, man. That's great news. Rojo, man. Rojo out there fucking just looking like he, he you know, he looked like a fucking running back, bro. That's what I'm talking about, man. Spence, bro. Fucking Spence, man. Dude, that poor bastard, man years of just fucking being wasted on the fucking bench and just fucking being put out of position bro playing out of position trying to do his best with what they were giving him bro now look at this dude he looked like fucking ohio state spence ohio state out there with bosa taking fucking names and kicking some ass that's the spence i looked at yeah you know he didn't he, he just, I saw the pressure. I like what I saw, man. Yes, I know it's the fucking first preseason game, bro, and I got to calm down, man, and just curb my enthusiasm. And, you know, that's all good, man. But I'm looking forward to the Dolphin game. We should get more extended time on our starters. And, uh, you know, see if we see more of this, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I think we do. I think we will, man. And it's, and it's all the fucking coaching, bro. It's all the coaching, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it, what they showed me was that the, the losing wasn't because of the talent. It was all fucking coaching, man. Fucking Mike Smith. Suck my D, you fuck. But, uh, <clears throat> anyway, bro, making this kind of long. Um, let's fucking fire them fucking cannons at the stadium. And let's fucking do this. Fucking bucking idiots, baby.
Loose cannons. Ready those motherfuckers. Cause we coming. Big Lou. Big Lou. Fuck that. No apologies. It's you can get excited. I love when you get excited. All the Bucking Idiots and the Loose Cannons family loves when you get excited. Right now is the time for excitement. We haven't had any real negativity, man. Hey, we gotta believe. If Bruce is pumping these kids up to believe, we also have to believe. And there'll be a it'll be a time for it if it comes. But I'm not I'm not gonna be pessimistic right now. It's all about optimism. I'm expecting the best. I just have a feeling, and I could be wrong. I've been wrong many, many times before, but something feels different this time. So anyways, Lou, you can leave a 10-hour bucks take, baby. I can't wait to get you in the studio uh, so we can really sit down and chop it up. But you basically hit most of the points that I hit already on the podcast. I absolutely agree with you. Noah looked good. His abs was out there glistening. He needs. He, we need to see more of that, though. It can't just be in a preseason game. It's got to be in the regular season. So I'm excited. I'm not going to apologize for being excited. Let's let's see let's see what happens, man. All right, we got one more Bucks take. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, mothers and motherfuckers, bitches and some bitches. It's your boy, Rodzilla, the motherfucking killer. And I'd like to uh, say that uh, the first preseason game was uh, pretty enjoyable. I tried to take a look at everything and for what it is and for what it was and really... It was pretty decent. The first, the first drive was pretty decent, pretty efficient. Uh, I gave the eye test and uh, pointed some things out. Uh, you'll see that on the Facebook page. And uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of good things on offense and defense. A lot of good things. And like I said, this, this is going to be a learning process for the for them young guys out there in the secondary. Uh, the offensive line looked pretty decent. If they continue to do that, we'll be all right. The only thing is, Pittsburgh really didn't have all their ones out. So, I don't want to say that we were supposed to do that. But, this week coming up against the Dolphins and next week, what the fuck are we supposed to be playing the next two weeks? Those are going to be the real telltale sample sizes that we're going to get to see uh, exactly where our team stands. But, as for the you know this week's practice session uh, which is preseason one was pretty good pretty good all until the fucking yellow flag started coming out it was like fucking counting sheep every time once that shit happened I was gone bro I ain't gonna even lie I was gone so anyway I think we have a lot to look forward to and uh, let's take a look at this next game and uh, go Bucks Oh yeah, shout out to my man Stank Bastard. My bad, dog. I meant to say it was up earlier. Stank Bastard and the crew. What up, y'all? Alright. Bucking idiots. Out! Rodzilla. The motherfucking killer. Once again, dropping knowledge. I absolutely agree with all your points. 
Uh, one thing I didn't cover that you did was all the fucking penalties. That shit has to stop. We've been talking about undisciplined teams since the fucking Shiano days, man. We can't continue to kill ourselves with penalties, shoot ourselves in the foot. Half of those guys won't even be on this team, so I'm not going to panic yet. But yes, 17 penalties or 16 penalties or whatever we had, uh, that's atrocious. Can't see it. Can't do it. One of the penalties, uh, Noah Spence's illegal hands to the face cost us an interception in the red zone or inside uh, Pittsburgh's 20. That shit can't happen. So I absolutely agree with you on that. We'll wait and see how how it how we progress throughout the preseason. You know Bruce Arians and crew isn't going to put up with that shit. All right. Thank you, Rod. Much love. Hope to hear from you again soon. Go Bucks. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the moment most of you have been waiting for or some of you have been waiting for the announcement of the winner of the warwick dunn jersey in turn betty's not here to play the theme music but motherfucker i am get ready here we go Here we are once again, Bucking Idiots, with another Jersey giveaway. And goddammit, this music is too fucking loud. Okay, without further ado, the winner of the Warwick Dunn throwback jersey is Kevin S. At KRS underscore one three on Twitter. Congratulations, Kevin! Aha! Kevin, congrats, baby! Fucking idiots! Loose Cannon's family! We love you! Go Bucks! Beat that dolphin ass, baby! We out! <laughs>